Yo, this is Ella Rocker, South Philly's number one bourbon general. Just cruising on this beat I made right here. You're now tuned in to Sir Love Day, my man Cheese, Crush Your Live Podcast. Talking about the best topics on earth. Damn straight, I said it. The whole globe. Yeah, about to dip out though. Shouts to my people's career crooks, wrecking crew, crush a lot of podcasts. Peace. Welcome back, Crush a Lot Podcast. I'm your boy Cheese, and as always, my right hand man, Sir Loveday. Sir Loveday, how are you? Feeling great, feeling great. Uh, well, no, I'm lying. I got a little bit of pain because I lost. Uh, I had a wisdom tooth snatched out by a, a angry badger, and then uh, a root canal performed by some sort of bee drill. Uh, I might be wrong, but it felt like it. So I'm a little messed up, but I'll be fine. Nothing like good Percocets to uh, lighten up the the podcast. Uh, all the well, way from uh, makes work a lot more fun. Yeah, well, for sure. All the way from Miami, our bodyguard, the muscle, um, Kalina. <laughs> Kalina, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. I mean, maybe you could call me like the pit bull, like the little pit bull. The the, 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 pit, the, <laughs> the 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 undersized pit bull. Um, ready to get yeah, at yeah, you. Yeah. That's why the pen's in her hand. It's not there to write. It's there to mm, get you in the neck, Joe Pesci style. Uh, it's good to have you uh, on the show. Thank you, everyone, who's been checking out the show. When we had a big explosion in numbers, and we appreciate it. Hopefully, as you were hearing the show, you you enjoyed it. And let us know if we're doing good. If we're doing, if we're not doing good. If cheese talks too much, let me know. I'm not gonna change. It's how I am, baby. But I might, you know, I might, you know, try my best and um. We'll figure it out, but your feedback is always appreciated, and you're always welcome to come on the show, Crush A Lot Podcast at gmail.com. Feedback is appreciated, or hit us up in our account, social media, Crush A Lot Podcast, Crush A Lot Cheese on Twitter, Sir Love Day on everywhere because he's well-planned, and uh, you can only find <laughs> Kalina exclusively to Twitter. She signed an exclusive deal there. Um, over at Calzingas. Over your Etsy page. <laughs> and um, <laughs> you can find her on, on, on the cover of Tattoos R Us. Um, rocking that elbow tattoo. Um, we have a special episode here because I was thinking how to really get more people involved. I'm glad people are listening. But we, we really want to hear from people. And... We shot, we, we shot out a question, well, not a question, we wanted questions from people who listen to the show, people who are just curious, and we got some. So we are going to right. answer your questions, and I, I need you to really pay attention. We're, we're going to shout you out, we're going to re, read the question, and we're going to answer it to the best, um, our abilities, because I don't know if Sir Love, they know the other questions. Yeah, I'm, we're journalists here professionally, as you know. We got it locked. So we do. That's that's what I do. Um, yeah, I don't but, know the questions, but I know all the answers already. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Free thinker. Um, somehow, somehow. If you hear your name, do me a favor. DM me over at Crush A Lot Cheese over on Twitter or Crush A Lot Podcast at gmail.com with your mailing address because I'm going to send you some stuff, especially while it's in my house. Laying there, ready to go. 
because once it's gone, you gotta mm-hmm. wait for the next shipment, and those things take forever to print shirts. So do me that favor. Let's go mm-hmm. right into it. Um, bodyguard, the little pit bull with the pen. The murder. I I think a ice pick is better once it melts. You know, no no evidence. Um, okay. First question. You thought about this? I think I got a couple of good questions, so. Let me start with okay. I got this from at Sing Sounds. He said, "What are two hip hop veterans that can link up and create quality music and be successful?" I mean, this was very easy for me. <laughs> this is so easy, and I don't really want to hear anybody say anything about this because to me, this is like the perfect. <laughs> this is like the perfect, like the perfect duo ever. I pick. Max B and Rock Marciano. Okay, like <laughs> if you if you think about the amount of wavage <laughs> that you would get from that, the wave, like that's like the waviest duo ever, and I think they would be super successful. I think they complement each other. I don't know if I would want to hear both of them like sing anything at the same in the same record, but I think that they'd be great. I think that they'd be great. I them. That's a good one. That's more okay. like I think you're getting ready for summer. That's what like that sounds like. Um, because well, the obvious answer that. is Pitbull and Flowrider. That's the obvious. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, Never. we're talking about successful. I mean, oh, all the platinum plaques that would get. You know how many old Never. women would be online at Disney World singing those songs? Yep. Oh, it'd be amazing. Just a, I mean, and that's what I kill you myself. know what. That's that's terrible because that's what you guys think of when you think of Miami. Like that's the worst shit. Like, that's, <laughs> that's why I said it. <laughs> so I love that. What 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 two uh, MCs or MC veterans. producer with veterans could get together and make it work? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go uh, producer uh, combination. Uh, I'd like to see uh, Knott's Raw and Pete Rock. Uh, I think they could put together with whatever rappers because they have a way of working with whoever they work with and just find the lane that fits those guys. Uh, The way Knott's flips his samples uh, and the sort of emphasis he puts on his drums, which is always chunky and boom bap and slaps so hard. Uh, would work great with P-Rock, who really knows how to find some fantastic melodies. Uh, so I'd like to see them. Those two, I think, could do it. A compilation. Uh, besides my Pitbull and Flowrider idea, um, with a little Sensato de Patio in there, um, I would go <laughs> with... Um, man, I, I still want to give some love to women MCs. So I, want, I want an MC like Queen Latifah, Heather B. All together. In one album, okay, ten songs, okay, produced by Q Tip, <laughs> right there. Take my money, just release it on vinyl. Don't release it digitally, just on vinyl. Number that's cool. That's super cool. Num- number mm-hmm. that. Get an all female band, tour it. Females only. I'm okay with yeah, that. Yeah, you know what? I was just talking about that too, cause I'm not too big, like, and I don't want to hear nobody fucking come at my neck about this, but I'm not so huge on like female MCs like at the moment like there's nobody no. I can say that moves me like they move me 
so that's great but to have them on vinyl only that's great i think so i'm mean, vinyl's coming back because that's a whole different subject but i just to really force people to listen and enjoy i think you gotta put it very scarcely yeah um, especially them opinion. especially them they deserve mm-hmm. that agreed um mm-hmm. i have i have a question from vanilla cream hmm very suspicious name, my brother, over at yeah. Instagram. Interesting. Um, interesting. Okay. It's very interesting. I heard it had a pineapple flavor to it, though. Um, <laughs> uh, this is probably addressed towards me, because, and probably Sir Love Day, based off the Wu-Tang series that we had that really popped off for us. Um, favorite right. Wu-Tang affiliate. Now, I'm assuming mm-hmm. that means just an overall, maybe a body of work. So we'll interpret that the way it is. Mine's is pretty easy, even though I like most of the stuff. And generally, I like most of the stuff. I'm not, I don't like everything, but most of the stuff I do. But it has to be, it's Grave Diggers, Six Feet Deep, or the European version, or the Canadian version, uh, Nigger Mortis. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what it's called outside of the U.S. That's actually what the proper name of the album is, um, and that's yeah. that's my favorite group. And it's besides Thirty Six Chamber and Cuban Link, I hold that album Six Feet Deep in high regards. Um, the production from Prince Paul, um, the RZA, the RZA. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that's my favorite version of the RZA, and it's. Mm-hmm. The only type of album you can really hear, besides that there are other Wu-Tang affiliates like Sons of Man, uh, that does horrorcore, does it well, and no one else has done it better since then because no one would even try. Um, so, <laughs> and I would love to have some more horrorcore in hip-hop. Right. I would, I, would, I, would, I, would, I, would, I would love some Shabazz the Disciple, not this other stuff. <laughs> But Shabazz the Disciple, some him, him and RZA maybe together, Prince Paul back in the mix. I could go for that. So mm. Grave Diggers for me for sure. What you got, Kalina? Fair enough. Okay, I think I fucked up on the question. Because I was thinking affiliate as in like a member, affiliate, a distant member. It could be Am a I distant member. As long as it's not from the original nine. So if you want to yeah, put Kappa one. or Killer Priest or Street Well, you Live. know what? Wait. Mm-hmm. This is the okay. This is the thing about Capadonna because I picked Capadonna. No, that's fine. Because He's an affiliate. They said initially, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> they said that he was an affiliate, that he was not on, like he was not like showcased on some of the covers, some of the titles, but no. he got a shout out sometimes. So it caused a little yeah. bit of risk yeah. The, sometimes the, the timeline with Cappuccino goes as he was not an original member of the Wu Tang. That's right, because he went away to jail. He was doing cabby stuff, whatever. He's okay. like the he's the one that. There's no replacement for ODB, but he stepped in to be that number nine. Number nine is a very right. significant number to the Wu-Tang. Actually, doesn't really work with eight. People would say that yeah. eight mm-hmm. is better. No, the nine is a numeric reason why they picked nine. Um, so th- that's why it's there. So Kappa fit into that role now. Um, but before that, yeah, for real. he was an affiliate. That's right. So I went ahead and I picked Capadonna just because he did so much great work on... Um, Iron Man on his own album Pillage. Pillage like he was just great to me for me he always stood out I don't know what it was about him maybe it was his cadence maybe it yeah. was just he was a little bit like a little bit flamboyant a little bit mm-hmm. out there his voice just always captured my attention he was always really like smooth so I, I picked him for in part you know he did a really good job and a lot of songs that I personally like to this day so 
Yeah, his first two albums were pretty solid. Razor Sharp did him yeah, well. Yeah, very solid. He got that $1 million yeah. contract. Don't know what happened after that, but... <laughs> he had a million dollars at one point. That's, I'll take the deal. Um, Sir Love yeah. Day. Got one of my favorite verses of all time. Oh, uh, Winter Wars. I bet you that's what it is. Yeah, you Winter know, I love that verse. fucking crazy. I, no, I, I personally verse. like his flow uh, on Supermodel with Ghostface. Mm. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was terrible. Oh, I loved it. I loved <laughs> it. Oh, the video what? was a hot mess. The video was the great video was under crazy. inebriated. Sir <laughs> <laughs> so Lovely, what do you got? Woo no. affiliate. Um, first, the if you hear the sirens in the background, it's because I'm in Brooklyn, and that's how we do right. it here. This is called gentrification. Stopping the gentrification, <laughs> we need some of this. They're trying to get us out. They, uh, first, facts. first that always comes to mind is, uh, are you using Grave Diggers? I think Cap, and I think Shaheem. Yes. Uh, and Man, and Shaheem kind of sticks with me because it's always kind of encapsulates that time for me. It reminds me of like that time as a teen, really running that album back and kind of feeling like <laughs> a little bit confused as to why like everyone else wasn't running that album back. I know, right? It was oh, great. <laughs> being like, y'all ain't hear this? Nah, y'all got y'all <laughs> y'all should have heard this. Uh, so that that's for me. That's my guy right there. That's what I'd go with. On and on. Good choice. Uh, Kalina, you have a, a, the next question? Okay, let me see here. Okay, so I have another question, and it's from at justdabs underscore three. And, it is, and he was asking, what are your top three Biggie songs with a feature? <laughs> That's a great... That's I mean, a Biggie ask, song ask, ask that has someone yeah, on it. That has somebody on it. So out of like good, the six <laughs> songs, no, he actually ha- he he actually had oh. a lot of songs that did have features. And the thing oh. is, I didn't mind this question so much. So I did pick three good ones, and you're right, there it was slim pickings, but kind of not. Mm-hmm. I love him, so this was all right. And it, it mm-hmm. we're so, recording this on Biggie's birthday. It, that's exactly why he asked in mm-hmm. part. Um, so um yeah what do you got my top three um my my third song would be the what featuring method man Mm. i'm gonna make this very brief because we also have you know you guys um number two is another featuring lil kim and number one the hardest song ever um (laughs) come on featuring sada x (laughs) super hard so i'll make that yeah fair enough I mean, get mad at that. I'm not even going to list three songs because the one that I pick has three other rappers, and that's Notorious Thugs. Um, yeah. <laughs> I know. I was going to pick that, but I was like, you know what? Like, if you don't know that song right now, like, if you don't understand that that's such a great song, I'm yeah. hoping maybe somebody else would touch it. Yeah. I One, my favorite is always will be The What. That's Meth and Biggie at yeah. the peak of their Yeah, that's fandom. my number one. But I love that the respect that Big gave to those cats by actually flowing the way they would flow. He's still behind them, though. He's not even up to their pace. He tries his best, though. Um, and it's just a dope song, mm-hmm. a dope beat, and it's it's Bone Thugs at their most highest, highest popularity, and we got to talk about them in a future episode because they were, they were pretty revolutionary at that time. So, the original mumbles. Um... <laughs> Minus 
Wishbone. <laughs> yeah, Wishbone. <laughs> um, him and Proz could probably have a super group, though. <laughs> yeah. What do you got for Love Day? Uh, so, yeah, those are for me. Those are for me. Uh, Notorious Thugs would be my number three. Uh, the What Is easily my number one. Uh, my number two would have probably been um, either maybe uh, dang that's tough I guess I go with number two uh, I guess sky's the limit with one to um, yep interesting that was my jam didn't he do a song with uh, uh, too short yeah well, he's got one of those the pimps and hoes Mm-hmm. It's either that or like my downfall. There's a, there's a, With the Rizzo. It's hard to pick those, but either one of those could have been it. Yeah, and we're not talking uh, about post Biggie's death because we're not counting those, right? Those don't count. Yeah, not like not like Dead Wrong or yeah, we're mixing those. Up. Uh, okay. one yeah. of those. All right, we're on the same. Page I agree. That. Uh, let's do one more. Okay, and then a good one too. Um, let me see. What about the one by uh, uh, Outside Save No Ho? Um, oh, that one. Oh. <laughs> that's the one uh, artists that deserve a little more uh, love. Yeah. Okay, so at those Save It No Ho mm-hmm. asks, how do you feel about some artists that don't get the credit they deserve, such as Big Crit or, you know, et cetera, Smino? And I said, I mean, my take is, like, credit in whose eyes, you know, because the fans give them their money, their time, they give them the credit. But Mm -hmm. in the entertainment business, it's about money and ratings. So it's a game that they play. It's, you know, it's an industry. They just want the money. So there's got to be commercial appeal. It's got to be radio friendly. It's, you know, possibly just have, like, this rinky-dink ass trap beat over like somebody like half singing half dying like on the track because that's what it sounds like you know you can't be too this you can't be too that but as long as you are commercial enough it'll it'll get there you know what i'm saying it'll get there so it's not that they don't get the credit they deserve it's just the matter of saying well who gives them their fucking credit because it's not like it's not the industry you know they they don't give a shit about anything They, they give shit about money we know that mm-hmm. sure. I don't give a damn about Agreed. giving anyone credit I'm sorry <laughs> I, like how, uh, I already bought the album you know I'm, and I, I tend to buy albums even though I still I do stream but if I like an album I will pay the $10 because they will get way more money that way and I advise people to still do it that way and I collect a lot that's how I give you credit in terms of like pushing you out there for mm-hmm. other people to listen to I do the best I can, but it, I'm not your PR, homie. <laughs> That's what you got a PR mm-hmm. team for. Um, I could I, I enjoy listening to it. I put people on, so I love they put me on to stuff. That's how he's paying homage to it. That's so. In terms of like, do I want people to hear certain things that I like? Sure. If you like it, great. If you don't, it's it, it's all good to me. So. If you listen yeah, to the if you listen to the podcast and you like it, thank you so much. If you want to share and tell other people about it, if you want to keep it a secret, if you want to tell everybody, it's up to you. I'm uh, uh, so it, this thing about credit. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I don't, I'm not gonna do it. I'm a consumer. I bought it the first time. I, that's I think that's my obligation. 
mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not I'm not the street team. Um, so that's kind of how I see it, you know. But <laughs> that's me. Sir Loveday, you like you like uh, giving credit to people. Your credits sure, always come out at the end of your movies. You know, and when you're done with your, I don't even have you're done with your brazier, brazier scene, it says Sir Love, your alias Sir Love Day. Not yeah. even your real name. This comes right up. Yeah, but that's that's in the contract already, so I don't really have to worry about that too much. Yeah. Uh, but I think I get where people are coming from on the whole credit thing. I know the feeling. I've I've been in that spot of where you know you got a, a artist that you've been listening to, you've been checking for, and they do whatever thing in whatever lane. And they do it at a really high level. And then some other artist comes out doing a similar thing in pretty much the same lane. And they're doing it nowhere near as well. But they blow up. And they're everywhere. And people are declaring them like this great musical genius. And you're sitting there like, <laughs> are you serious? That's this so, guy? That's common. That's like, common. I get that. I remember that feeling when uh, people first started loving Drake. And I was like, y'all like him because he raps and sings? He can't even sing like that. Fonte been out <laughs> singing. What, what have y'all been listening to? Um, so I get the feeling, uh, but at the same time, it's just one of those things where you can't really control it. You can't do nothing about it. Um, the issue really has more to do with hip hop media outlets than it does with fans per se. It's more about the fact that the radio stations are making all their decisions based on algorithms and what computers are telling them, uh, keeps people tuning into the radio station every 12 minutes. Uh, that's straight from program directors like Ebro, who said himself that 12 no, minutes is never the heard system. Never heard of him. They have to listen to these things and that they don't make those decisions themselves and just go by what the computers say. Um, so what are we going to do? We're not going to yeah, change that. Exactly. You see, that's the way they want to do things. Now, there, so there is a... make their money. Let them be crazy. I, you know, we're on the same page. You know how I feel about that. Um, but there is a nice movement coming up um, or been around to kind of balance things out. We're talking about the Griselda Boys, the Crime Apples, the Rock Marciano. These are people who are taking hip-hop and selling it differently. Because it's you can't even really mm-hmm. find them on iTunes or Spotify. You got to go to their band camp mm-hmm. before they can get more money. They're controlling their music right. in a way that's right. different before. They're not pimping it out to the white man. Because essentially, that's mm-hmm. what you're doing if you don't know the stats. By the way, it's 60%. Over 60% of the people who buy hip-hop are white. Not black and brown folks. Um, so mm-hmm. that's an interesting fact people should know. So who is really the real audience is is, is always something people should think about. <laughs> um, but you, well, those are the facts. I'm not, you know, what do you want me to do? Um, but I do like that you're putting an emphasis on physical releases, on you know, you want to get that new Rock Marciano, you're gonna to have to go through him. That's there is no middleman. Yeah, he's an independent. He's independent. Exactly, he's an independent artist. And, so and, you know, with that comes a lot of um, a lot of work, a lot of pushing your own product. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it pays to be independent, but at the same time, you're doing a lot of work on your own. And you know yep. what? You you can't be mad at somebody that does that. You, you respect them that much more. So if you don't want For to sure. buy their shit. And you want to be, you know, a little beggar and wait for it to come out on iTunes or Spotify or wherever the fuck. Okay, that's you. But don't complain about it when you don't have it firsthand. And then you want to burn it off of, like, YouTube or you want to rip it from somewhere. Get the fuck out of here. Get the entire fuck out of here. Pay, pay the $30 and enjoy the damn music. 
or pay whatever pay whatever even for the vinyl even for limited yeah. items just do it and get it over with. i missed my chance right. to get the platinum and i was upset mm-hmm. so i said i'll just get the 30 dollars digital version screw that <laughs> and that's what i did and it's a great album yeah. um and sometimes i don't talk about the albums i like because as a I guess I'm an entertainer in some weird way. I just think I'm talking, but <laughs> some people might find me dare say entertaining. Um, I'm saving it for the end of the year, and I don't want to tip my hat too much. So sometimes I avoid saying certain things because I know later on it might be there. And I don't know if that's a service, but there we are. Um, thanks for everybody, uh, you know, sending questions. We appreciate it. It was a last minute thing. Just uh, we wanted to get people to be involved in the show we appreciate it once again if we read your question hit me up question at podcast at gmail.com or question at cheese over on twitter uh you could dm me it's it's open please don't send nothing that will get you banned um send me your physical uh address your po box whatever that is but i can send you stuff um out and also put your shirt size in there because if you're not i'm gonna send you a small and you're gonna to have to deal with it buddy um so just <laughs> i have a lot of those so make sure you give me your size and i'll send stuff some stuff up and don't ask me for seconds you get what you get and you don't get upset thank you for checking it out <laughs> now let's go quickly uh we're at the 25 minute mark so we're gonna go right into the, the continuation of the art of emceeing um, this week we're doing freestyle, and to clarify what a fe- freestyle is, because I think we all have either similar, either we have similar or different interpretations. I'm gonna pass it to uh, the professor of hip hop right here, the scholar, uh, Sir Love Day, with he- his immaculate beard and no wisdom tooth, but yet <laughs> full of wisdom in that cranium of his. What is a freestyle? So freestyles uh, really have a long history in hip hop, but. It's broken down in basically two ways. There's the really, there's the, the old school way of doing freestyles, uh, which is the way that a lot of people around our age tend to view freestyles, which is freestyling is when you are making up the lyrics as you go at the moment. But then like relationships. there's the even older freestyle definition uh going back to the the 80s and 70s where uh the early 80s and early late 70s where freestyle is just a free form rhyme right where it's not necessarily about one subject it's just all over the place instead of doing the usual very specific story driven one subject rhymes that was what hip-hop was built on back then and now like wu-tang's catalog right (laughs) And now, uh, freestyles most often referred to is just anytime some random rapper just spits a verse, <laughs> any verse. It doesn't seem to matter whether it was written for a subject of a certain song, whether it has no subject whatsoever, whether it was off the top of the head. Now, freestyles is just eh, anytime it's a verse that's not spitting on a recorded song. When you're even if it's from a recorded song, when you're spitting it at a radio station or at somebody's house and you're not spitting it for the recording of a record we tend to call that a freestyle now uh i tend to stay away from that definition but i allow a lot of cats some room and i don't get too upset about it when people call it one thing or another so we'll see where we go as far as our definitions so we more just for the listeners we might all have a different opinion on that so we'll just mm-hmm. give it from our perspective 
Um, we're gonna break it down. What we're gonna, how we're gonna do this, sir? Love, we're gonna do two, three. We're gonna we're gonna jump into our quick three. What are our records that we like? And then we'll just talk about a, an artist that we think is a dope freestyler. Dope. All right. Dope. Yeah. All right. So you know, Real let me simple. kick it off. I'm almost usually the last. I'm usually the closer. Mm-hmm. I think you're gonna close this in my bit. Man, this is tough because my frame of reference for freestyle is off the head, which makes it hard right. for me because I never know what is and what isn't. Mm-hmm. Very um, difficult. Yep. Yep. You know, so there's a little bit of that going in. And my frame of re- I don't actually go out of my way to listen to freestyles. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't. My frame of references come from growing up listening to Stretch and Bobito or Sway yeah. and Tech. That is my reference. Yep. That is the platform that I use growing up to listen to freestyles. And even right now as an adult, it's usually Sway in the Morning, Five Fingers of Death. I don't listen to nothing else. Um, mm-hmm. And if someone says something or maybe if someone was on Fun Flex or something like that, and there's a, it's newsworthy. But I don't go out my way. I, I, just to be clear. So if you know a battle rapper who's hot to death, I probably don't know them because they're probably not good at writing songs. And hence why we don't know them. Mm-hmm. That's a little shade, by the way. Um, yeah, I noticed. <laughs> um, so shot, shot, pow, pow, pow. And saying that, a good freestyler who's actually not good at writing songs, but great at freestyling, um, is King Los. Um, King Los is a Baltimore MC who I've been waiting for for many years to drop something of significance besides freestyles, <laughs> and um, is kind of under J Electronica hiatus of not doing anything. <laughs> I think his moment has passed, but I'm not here to diss him. But as a freestyler, my dude's legit. And um, mm-hmm. he is able to have a crafty wordplay, um, high tempo, mix it up, some charisma stuff. Um, but in particular, the freestyle that comes into my head is one of Five Fingers of Death with uh, Swain in the Morning, where towards the end, they put on, of course, the KRS tr- uh, beat, uh, Step Into My World, and then he tells Sway to give him words while he's freestyling. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Sway gives him words, gives him one word like hip-hop, and he'll just go on a tangent about that. Then he'll say, like, Reign Supreme. And he'll say something like Rob Markman, shout out to Rob Markman, and things like that. Right. And he just takes the whole thing and turns it into one song. And there was a part where he didn't hear what Sway said. And he turned it into a, how the word was scared to be mm-hmm. pronounced because the word didn't want to be used and murdered. And that's the kind of <laughs> wordplay and on your feet thinking that I really enjoy in freestyle, so I had to put King Los in there, in particular that one, um, Sway in the Morning. He has several Sway in the Mornings, but uh, the original one was the standard bearer for how things are done moving forward after that, and that's a big thing in the freestyle game, so King Los. Um, Kalina, hmm. sharpening your knives over there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just like you, like, I'm not here, like looking for like the best freestyles in the world like <laughs> yeah those, you know what the ones I know are the ones that the only ones I almost only listen to yeah like mm-hmm. ever in the history of ever forever right <laughs> unless you come across it unless you come across it now like if it's something modern now I feel like it's written you know like I feel like it's almost written because you all you almost always know that you're gonna be on a show so it's already written down and then that's another thing like you don't know if it's off the dome off the top or if it's when you're there like it's hard to tell right but for me i would i appreciate 
appreciate it more if it is off the top like you they give you a beat they give you whatever beat and if you're that good if you're that crafty you're gonna go in and you're gonna spit and you're just gonna do it you're not gonna have to wait mm-hmm. for anything to be written down you're just gonna do it right so that's that yeah. i get pleasure in that instead of seeing somebody uh it sounds a little bit like oh you're doing an eight minute freestyle cool mm-hmm. like is that off the top of like did you memorize all that like <laughs> So, <laughs> so that's where I'm at with that. And any freestyle that I've appreciated has definitely been anything related to like Big L. So one in particular was, sorry, sorry about that. My bad. It's I all good. Coming call. I can edit. Um, I had the Jay Z and Big L freestyle, which was on the stretch of the Vita show in like 1995. So that's mm-hmm. something that I'll always go to because, you know, I like I like Big L. Like who doesn't like Big L? And you know the way that he raps was always fast. He was always really mm-hmm. clever, always really clean. And I, to me, I don't I don't feel like anything could capture that those types of times or moments or any type of freestyles that Biggie may have had or or, or Big Pun or or any of those people. It just it's, it's not the same for me now not the same it just seems written now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's a great pick and i'm not saying that that's wrong i'm not saying that that's wrong if it is written i'm just saying it it doesn't appeal to me that's a great pick <laughs> though true. it's big l jay-z at the at the very before they even anybody knew of them so that's a great pick and stretch barbito ushered in a lot of that for a lot of people oh, so yeah. love oh, day yeah. this is one of the categories i know you have uh, a fondness for probably even more than me um what do you have i'm interested mm-hmm. uh yeah so i definitely don't i go hunting for artists i don't go hunting for a freestyle i go hunting for specific artists so there's guys who i just want to hear everything they do there's certain cats who just reach that point for me where they're just such dope mcs that i just want to hear everything that they got and for a while there in the 90s uh that was the only way you were getting new verses from certain cats uh because they weren't everywhere they weren't dropping songs and mixtapes as frequently the way we do now or it's all over the internet it's on youtube it's on their soundcloud it's on there you know all the time where you really had to just tune in for if you heard they were going up to stretch if you heard uh that they were going up to flex if you heard they were going up to clue uh, whatever was going on, you need to just pay attention because that was going to be your only real chance to catch those guys doing something other than what they did in their album. Uh, so for me, the first one I want to kind of just shout out is uh, what to me was a big classic moment. Um, as much as I can't stand Flex, uh, he did <laughs> just happen to have the power uh, to pull some of these things off and the position to be the place to go to. And he ended up having three phenomenal MCs in one place at one time. He had DMX, he had Noriega, and he had Cannabis, all in uh, the Hot 97 studios at once, all just taking turns, kicking rhymes, uh, one after the other. Uh, And that was such a super ill moment for me, uh, because this is is the time of sitting next to your your radio uh, with a cassette in the in the box with uh tissue stuffed in the top 
to make sure you can record straight off the radio whatever you heard and just sitting there listening to that just them guys go back and forth and just kill for however long they were killing for I don't even know how long it lasted but I remember it being phenomenal and I remember the the very beginning of the of the whole joint uh, how cannabis just kind of crushed it real quick from the start and I was like it, did he just what what just happened this, this whole ill line about uh he'll chop your head off and send you to hell so fast you can give lucifer the message and just stupidness and i was like okay this is gonna be crazy this is gonna be fierce and they went at it for a nice little while and that was just really really dope to me it was a great moment and if you weren't there for us before youtube if you didn't have your cassette deck in that was it you are you're never gonna me, see it again. You, you're telling me it wasn't Tiger in the base? Tiger in the basement didn't have Tiger didn't have it? Tiger didn't have it? <laughs> no. Tiger didn't no. have it. <laughs> I don't know, he might have it, but uh that that was a, a big moment for me. Uh it now probably does exist somewhere on YouTube now. I'm, sh- I'm, I'm, I'm sure somebody stuck one of their I'm sure. cassette tape recordings and turned it into something or Flex had it recorded somewhere. But yeah. super dope. That was a big moment. Well I'll go um man. I have a lot that are, is now being generated in my head as we speak. So I'm like, edit, <laughs> I'm editing in my head as we go. Mm. Um, and they say we can't multitask, sir. Love day, how dare they? Um, <laughs> so uh, idea, um, and that's spelled E-Y-E-D-E-A. Um, he is a, a poet slash rapper um, and was pretty, he was, I wouldn't say he was never really big because he's not that popular now but in the mid 90s he was um especially in the in the when sway and tech were around there's an iconic video of him just showing off and it was one of the first time i let me edit what i'm about to say really carefully um one of the first time i saw a light-skinned brother go at it did I say it right, Sir Love Day? Did I pass? Did I pass? Did I get I'll away with it? it. Thank you. It. I, no one come at the, my law. The, the no judge one, will let this pass. No one come to my law office and, and chase me down. <laughs> right. So, and he, um, and Sway is very good at, I think Sway likes when people obviously do well, but I think he also likes the car crash. Um, of things, I think he takes pleasure in like, yeah, you came up here and you die. And I think what you were talking about, Kalina, where people come prepared is because back in the days, it was such a badge of honor to come in not prepared and 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 flow, yeah, that's and that's like. how you build your fan base and how you became an elite MC. That mattered to us, hence why we have such a this distant all this animosity towards a new generation because there is no barometer on what what is good or how we me- how do we measure good and we yeah. had that back in the day you get on the mic and you go that's it and if you were an elite mm-hmm. rapper like big like m like big l you you got record sales and that was important so for me um idea not idea like an idea sure that's the wordplay that's in there but it's spelled e-y-e-d-e-a was one of those that was he's very charismatic and ferocious 
but it was his intensity that really caught me because I, I like like King Los is very smooth. This guy was very aggressive. And I'm Brooklyn, mm. and I'm 14, 13, and I'm super aggressive. I'm getting expelled from school. I'm an I'm a, I'm an absolute like don't and sure enough that you know this from being around me a lot. Like I don't my my filter is not I don't have one. Sure enough, they doesn't have one either because we both got in trouble that one time in staff meeting for having opinions. <laughs> and we got called into a meeting right afterwards uh, and got written up. For having opinions. Um, so for me, it was iconic. I'm going to put a link for it. I think people will enjoy it. We'll put a link to all this stuff. Um, but that for me was one that came to my head as iconic. And iconic because I still go oh. back to it now. And I'm in my, my mid-30s. So. Nice. Kalina. Uh, man. <laughs> you, you started off strong here. Can you continue... The street. No, I absolutely cannot continue on the street. No. No. Not when the first one's Big L. It's hard to follow that. Yeah, she went. She. the first one is Big L. That's her first, second. You know what what the the thing is here that I wouldn't want our listeners to think like, oh my God, they're not modern. Oh my God, they only listen to old (laughs) people. They don't know know about shit. Have they not seen Kendrick Lamar? Have they not seen Childish Gambino? Have they not seen all of these people? I've seen a lot of bad shit. I've seen a lot of bad mm-hmm. freestyles. But am I going to say, oh, yeah, they? St- of course people still do it. The, the artists that I listen to, they still do it. Lil Ito, Riggs, they do freestyles. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I don't like them. I enjoy them. Actually, I enjoy them more because I like them. Is it written? Is it off the top? I don't know. I haven't asked them. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But currently... I mean, I can't tell you. I can't tell you anything. If it's not Rock Kim, if it's not Big L, if it's not, you know, Method Man or Red Man, um, yeah. <laughs> Her standards. Fair enough. Are high. So hey, I respect it. Are high. No, mine's 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 are, mine's are too. And yeah, I, I can't, I'm sure there's a bunch of new school MC who fit the mold of the music that we like that are good. Yeah, like you, I saw Tory Lanez. Uh, oh. I saw Tory Lanez freestyle i mean i mean you know those are the things that are out right <laughs> she's now. she's forcing positivity <laughs> she went back to morbid Stop. mode hold on hold on but also like somebody reminded me of it and i had to retweet it i remember sway sway has a lot of people come on sway had mm-hmm. fucking iggy azalea come on like yeah. remember that crash and burn like it was crazy ridiculous like i was cringing crying laughing like crying so, so that's the shit that yeah. i see mm-hmm. she likes yeah, she, like, she likes the train wreck she likes the train. yeah i like the train wreck i enjoy the train wreck <laughs> can't get mad at that that was great well welcome to the question podcast uh, that's what we do <laughs> <laughs> you gotta enjoy that you gotta it's the greatest part was to see that moment on everyone's face when you see them finally realize how bad what's happening is you see them kind of turn from just like excited and like they're listening you see their faces kind of go from like yeah no this is this is oh this oh this oh this oh my is my, my favorite this ones is gonna be, my favorite ones are the ones who lead into their freestyle which i'm okay with if they lead in using a verse of a song they already have they already have mm-hmm. a verse, and then the chorus comes, and then they fall apart after that, thinking they could just like <laughs> continue 
it those are yeah. my favorite crash and burns because like I, he's in it he's in it he's in it here comes the chorus and he needs to go into a freestyle and i'm okay if you lead into your freestyle because you got to catch the rhythm and they fall apart man that's the best saying that who so who's well, how many times am i gonna hear you say like uh yeah one two check it check it uh, check it what uh, check what check it turn I'm my headphones up that was beat that was me on prom turn night. me off my headphones that was me on prom night <laughs> <laughs> check one two oh check one two <laughs> i'm out of here uh sir love name you have yeah. one uh, yeah i got another one up there i can throw out uh so he's so uh, diplomatic <laughs> he kills you with kindness um this is what i have to do this is uh, that professional training that we've got. We were forced to go through this because is, we had to. Because after that meeting, we were, yeah, yeah, we were, <laughs> this is why they split uh, us but, up. <laughs> uh, the next one that kind of jumped out to me um, is just an example of what I liked about freestyling. And one of the things I liked about the fact that these guys would go to these radio stations and do stuff, and the guys that I really enjoyed who, when they did it, you guys were following, guys like Doel Ortiz, who I liked. What I liked about the way he did his thing is that every time Joel went someplace, it was a fresh rhyme. Anywhere he went, he was writing for that performance, for that show. Uh, he would write specific things about the host, specific things about the show, the station. Uh, he he did some, he was on This Is 50 and did this whole scheme of 50 this, 50 that, 50 this, 50 that. He does that. Um, and so I love that. I love when artists, freestyles demonstrate just how much they actually love rhyming. Uh, so the particular freestyle I would call out here is by Black Thought, not that Funk Flex one. Uh, there was a freestyle he did on on Tony Touch's show, uh, maybe Tony Toka. two years ago. Of course, you gotta love Toka. About two years ago, maybe or one or two years with ago, with permission. Uh, well, he was just okay, up there for permission. an interview. <laughs> he was just up there for an interview, uh, and he's there. Questlove was DJing. Uh, and he was just doing whatever. And of course, it's Tony Touch. So it's like, hey, uh, why don't we just kick it? And Tony Touch always freestyles. Whenever he has his guests up there, he'll freestyle with them. Um, and Questlove happened to be in the building um, as well as Q-Tip. And Q-Tip was just there for an interview. Uh, and so they were like, look, let's just get some let's get some rhymes going. Uh, what you got over there, Quest? And Quest left those on the beat, <laughs> and, and he's like, uh, "What you got?" Uh, Black Thought. Black Thought's like, "All right, I got a little something." <laughs> Black Thought just delivers this nice, like two minutes of something, and and kills. And then he's like, "All right, how about you, Q-Tip?" And Q-Tip does a little off the top thing that was that was dope. Uh, and he's like, "Man, I'm gonna just stop because I can't even begin to wrap my head around what Black Thought just did." So Black, back to you. And thought goes off again, <laughs> and then they go. They take a break. They answer some more questions. And he's like, "Yo, just just one more, Black Thought. Just one more, man. You got just one more." Black Thought's like, ah, "All right, fine." <laughs> and he goes again. Uh, and to be the fact that those are all incredible rhymes, and that none of those rhymes you find on any Roots album. Besides. They're not from an upcoming Questlove EP. It's not from an upcoming Questlove album. When the album comes, it's going to be completely different. It's just what he does because he just loves to rhyme. The kid's just good and he loves doing it. That 
I enjoy. Uh, it was a great freestyle to listen to. Super dope. I love those things. Yeah, I'm with you. And my my other one was Black Thought. Um, similar type of video. It's actually him and Method Man. And um, mm, oh and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and Meth was good, but you know he was using his phone. He was using his phone. You know the cadence was good. <laughs> the bounce was good. It wasn't a freestyle. Yeah. Like it is like like he was writing rhymes for the show because he knew he had a he had a go. Mm-hmm. And Black Thought yeah. just sat there, majestic. With the beard, just like, mm-hmm. just like chilling, like he got this. Like he's like, if he practiced and rehearsed, he was prepared because he he was cool, he was calm. And Method Man's with yeah. the phone, just going, going. Here come the <laughs> Method Man goes for a good solid two minutes, and then Black Thoth comes with like ten minutes, bro. And Method's just looking at him like, oh wait, wait, I got another one, mm-hmm. I got another one. And then he goes for like yeah. a minute and a half, and then Black Thoth looks at him and he, yeah, I got another. I got, like, right, seven, I got you. I got another seven <laughs> minutes. And I'm like, this is, this. how can you do my boy meth like this? Like, this ain't right. Someone do do me a favor and not even give him the mic. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't, he wasn't trying to sign him, but it was, they both did good, but Black Thought was just like that, just ready for it. Black Thought? Dude, it, yeah. was, it was, it was like, man, I may have to be a Roots fan for one day. Like, oh, <laughs> this is this is not cold that blooded. Like, I have it's, to, cold world, it's a cold world. <laughs> You're right. So for me, Black Thought mm-hmm. has always been consistently good, and I don't hear, like you said, I don't hear any of his stuff anywhere else. And I look for those rhymes. Wu Tang's very guilty mm-hmm. of that. Like, Jesus, there ain't no freestyle. That's on beneath the surface. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, who? Are you? Come on! But you know yeah. what? But that's okay because some people are good at writing, and, and I'm not knocking you. But don't, don't, don't push it on me like it's a freestyle. Yeah, some people are good at writing, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're good at freestyling. That absolutely, that and that's fine. That they just wrote, and they know that, and they know that, and they're not gonna go to a radio station. Their their pen could be fucking sharp. But they're not gonna go to a radio station and do that. You're not gonna do it. Like they're they know better. They know their limits. Mm. Yep. That's good. Pretty much. So you need those. To conclude, let's go around one MC that is like for you the your your favorite uh freestyler for we could close it out. Um we wanna know who's your favorite freestyle or or which one what performance was. Hit us up, Sir Love Day, everywhere on social media. Once again, he's, he's he plans very well. So his social media tag is the same everywhere. Me, not mm-hmm. so much. So if you want to get me on Twitter, it's Crush A Lot Cheese. If you want to get me everywhere else, it's Crush A Lot Podcast. Uh, we want to know, what do you like? What don't you like? Um, hit up exclusively on Twitter, uh, Kelzingas. That's that's cleaner. Uh, let, let her know. What are you listening to? Yeah, and don't be lying. And don't be fucking lying. You're like, oh, well, I just... No. If you actually listen to a freestyle, if you could tell me that's like modern, like right now, okay, but no, I don't want to hear nothing about no Royce Five Nine and Black Thought because everybody knows about that because obviously <laughs> the internet, right? If you've seen or if you've heard something that really caught your attention and you know you're really into it, I want to hear it. But if you're not the type that's gonna go around listening to freestyles, don't fucking lie. So Kalina wants to be put on, is what she's saying. She wants to be put on. Don't come with her with the old school stuff. She knows about that. She, she's a historian with it. She got that covered. She don't need you to tell her that. She wants that stuff, that good, good, that now stuff. So let hit her up. Mm-hmm. Cowsing is 
over yeah, you at, think it's fire and it's super fire. All right. But don't say it's yeah, fire. So. And then and then she comes at you and be like, you know, that wasn't fire, homie. Don't do that to yourself because yeah. you better be prepared. You better be prepared. Gotta send her purely Kanye West Trump hat freestyles. Oh my God. We're, gonna <laughs> we're, 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 we're into the show right there, folks. We're into the Garbaggio. That's like hot garbage. Poopity scoop. Poopity scoop. My dude, I'm I'm I, I'm avoiding it. I'm avoiding it. Um, I'm gonna go right into my my ultimate freestyler, um, and it's you know it's his birthday. It's it's big, and I that classic video of him as a kid just ripping some poor peasant that's not worthy to be in his eye path got the wrath of Christopher Wallace, and it was a moment where I was like, I'm proud to be from Brooklyn because that's how we do it. In Brooklyn, mm-hmm. you're like you're in my way. I'm gonna freestyle you out my way. Give me the mic and get out. And my my dude had so much confidence with that cockeyed, big big shirt, the lug the lugs boots, jeans that look like parachutes, and he was so confident, so smooth. And my dude was like a teenager. It was amazing, and it's it was one of those iconic moments where it's like, man, that is old school. Hip hop, the way it's supposed to be. Put on a DJ, give it a mic, and rank on everybody that's there. And everyone's like, "Yo, keep dissing me." It's fantastic. Yo, mm-hmm. that's amazing to have that kind of control at that age. Now, did he freeze out a lot after that? No, I don't care. I'm just talking about that one. That one when Biggie arrived was that video for me. Cemented him as one of the most important MCs uh, to ever. We can argue about his catalog and other people, whatever. That's oh god. That's Don't other metrics. That, that's other metrics. Uh, I'm just saying that moment, grabbing a mic and just going at anybody walking by, is an iconic hip hop moment, and for me is uh, I hold it in high regard. Um, being someone from Brooklyn and someone who loves the purity of hip hop, that's hip hop turntables. You know Brooklyn. Nope park party that's how we do and mm-hmm. i appreciate it so i had to put him as my master uh freestyler that shouldn't surprise no one but that's where it is mm. um it's not odb so that's, that's a different category um Danina, mm-hmm. do you have one in your mind no no well, that's it we're, we're done no here. big l she said it big fight. l's number one two mm-hmm. three four and five I'm not gonna say Big L because I'm also gonna gonna say what you just said because you know I I I hold Biggie at a high regard and I don't really give a shit about what people have to say about his catalog. I mean it's it's not his fault. Like he he left us too early, so I don't want to hear that argument like ever ever again. So what you were Mm -hmm. saying, I I feel like it's true. I think he was only 17 years old at that time. I think so for him to to do what he did and to, to for it to be so memorable even until now and you see it and you're just like wow this this kid is amazing it's important it's an important time so i'm gonna definitely i'm definitely gonna agree with what you said but we're not gonna make why you listen well we're not gonna just make fun of him we're not gonna make fun of <laughs> i will absolutely do that because on the first episode ever of this show i told big pun to he should have run a little more and avoided cholesterol. And, he, and if he knew me, he would have been here. But no one listened. 
So we'll listen. So sure love day. <laughs> sure love. Yeah. Why are you surprised? You know I'm the troll of the trio. Um, <laughs> sure love day. Fair enough. Um, yeah, man. I hold your opinion in high regard, especially with this Thank kind of stuff. Even though KOD, let's not talk about it. But saying <laughs> that, saying that, what do you got? <laughs> Uh, so for me, uh, as much as I can definitely echo the sentiments of you both, uh, the first name that always comes to mind anytime the word freestyle comes up is MC Supernat. Uh, I, I can never go away from Supernatural. There's, there's, when you go to what for me has always been the core of real freestyling, which is that off the top creative as you go, there's nobody that is Supernatural. Um, but Supernatural, uh, the man would literally go performance these shows, would go to these locations. Uh, he would go to, to various areas and just show up with a mic, uh, <laughs> turd tables if there's one there, and speakers, and just walk up to people and just start freestyling for them. He would do an entire performances just based on what they were wearing and what they got on and let them point to things anywhere around them. And he'll just keep freestyling over whatever's there without breaking his cadence, without stopping to start again, just continuing the same flow while uh, implementing each thing that they bring up to him. Uh, and before he was doing that, he was winning free battles three months in advance to prepare your bars, know who you're facing, Think about what you want to say about them. Research them on the internet and try to find ways of attacking them. No, he had he was the champ going up face to face against guys you've never seen before, and some guys you've seen before, and having to freestyle live on stage in front of an angry crowd, battle these other rappers, and he has one of the most classic battles to me, and I think it's cemented in hip hop. Uh, him and Craig G. It's one of the most important, most amazing, most incredible battles. Uh, and speaking of big, one of his great skills, Supernat, was his ability to panel other rappers and imitate their voices and imitate their flows. And one of his greatest moments is he was tearing, tearing it down on stage in this wonderful battle that decided, hold on, my man Biggs wants to speak to you and flips into Biggs' voice, sounds just like Big. <laughs> imitates the big cadence and tears the man apart as Biggie all live on stage in front of thousands of screaming people. The man Supernatural is incredible. He's the best freestyle I've ever even heard of. Uh, people will argue over Craig G or Juice, but I give it to Supernat. That's my dude. Uh, great pick, uh, Sir Love Day. That's it. That's, that close up this shop. Uh, thank you everyone for checking out the show. We appreciate it. We appreciate it even more if you let us know how we're doing. Question our podcast at gmail.com. Question our cheese on Twitter. Sir Love Day everywhere. Calzingas over on Twitter. Let us know. Um, retweet, share, like, all that good stuff. It really does help us. Um, we are very generous. So we will be uh, mailing things mm -hmm. out. Those people were shouted out on the show. Hit me up. Uh, let, let me get your PO boxes and all that good stuff. I am not chasing you. I don't got time for that. You want your merch? Come get it. it. It literally came in today, so I got a new batch, and I'm I give things out all the time. So you better give it to me by like Friday. 
All right. Or else you got to wait for the next batch. Um, saying that, we're going to take the week off next week. It's Memorial Day, so make sure you're safe. Don't drink and drive. Um, all that good stuff. And um, really make sure that we're paying attention to one another and our mental health and our anxieties and any mental depression. We take that very seriously here in the Crush A Lot podcast. Um, we want you to be healthy and to live a long, productive life. So if you ever feel during this time of celebration, we have that extra day off and you're feeling alone. Even if you're around people and you still feel alone, uh, just know that people out there that feel the same way uh, you do. And uh, we got to push through that and, and really live life to the fullest. So enjoy your Memorial Day um, and all that good stuff. Sir Love Day, Kalina, yeah. catch you soon. See you guys. Peace.